Welcome to the Fat to Fit or Else podcast. Yeah. Where we talk about fitness, food, motivation, and general angry rants from the fat man himself, Stretch Roberts. So get ready for all of the above with a side of bacon. Here is your host, Stretch. I am here. Welcome to the Stretch Show, which is Fat to Fit or Else. Uh, No challenge to report on this week. As we know, I am bulking up, if you will. I'm in a bulking phase. (laughs) I've been in a bulking phase for 50 plus years, to be honest with you. Uh, I am uh, in a bulking phase and getting stronger so that I can get my bench up to 300 pounds or 315 because I'm going to do three plates on each side. Right now, I am nowhere near that. I got to basically put about 70 pounds, maybe, I don't know, I'd say about 50 pounds. I'm probably at a, somewhere around 250 I could do right now. So I got to put 50 pounds on my bench by the end of October and still do not have my or else challenge yet. In fact, I just requested help from the boy. He seems to find lovely ways to torture his father. So uh, he he will give me some ideas. And if you have ideas or something, and I said, it's got to be good. I got to go go big or go home because I'm not doing a challenge every week this month. I'm doing a monthly challenge. And at the end of the month, if I fail, I will have to nail it out of the park on something really big. So that's uh, open. If you want to reach out to me, you can hit me on any of the Instagram, Facebook post, leave a comment if you have a suggestion, and I definitely will take it into consideration. And it it should be good. It should be pretty spectacular. Ah, the boy's going to go back to saying, oh, Dad, I'm going to put you to a table. Come on, Dad. Let me put you to a table. Let me take your old ass and slam you to a table. When, remember, I'm still dealing with an injury that I got on the first week of this. The first week I started Fat to Fit or Else, I hurt my shoulder lifting weights, and here's why. I wasn't going heavy. I was smart enough not to go, hey, I am I'm haven't touched a weight or exercised in three years. Let me get in the gym and start throwing the freaking weight around. I'm not that stupid, but I am stupid enough to say, I'll just get in there and go light so I don't need to warm You know, there's no warming up and stretching. I didn't stretch or warm up, and I need to do that, especially at my advanced age. So highly recommended that you get on that. I have a lot of stories I want to uh, brush on today. One, I want to send all of my prayers to the people in Israel. That is horrible, horrible what happened over there. And I have nothing bad to say about the Israelis. And I I know not only thoughts and prayers to the Israelis that are victims, but there's going to be a lot of innocent Palestinians who die in this because Israel is going to respond with extreme prejudice, let's say, and there's going to be a lot of people killed that had nothing to do with this, and 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 thoughts and prayers to all of those people, too. There's going to be a lot of death in that region here in the coming days as Israel has declared war on Hamas, so that's something to keep your eye on and watch that thing. Uh, speaking of Israel, uh, our favorite person in the world came out of Israel. His name was Jesus, and I remember am now a roving Catholic. I went to a Catholic church in Moorpark, not Moorpark out by Thousand Oaks, but um, it's called Moorpark because it's on Moorpark Drive right there. I guess it's no, yeah North Hollywood area, kind of North Hollywood, Toluca Lakey, Burbanky area. Loved it. Beautiful. Probably the most beautiful church I've been in here in Southern California ever. It's just what a beautiful church. So I really like that too. I could just sit in there. I'm a, a nerd for... I don't know if it's the architecture or what it is, but I love old, ornate, beautiful churches. And when I went to Europe, 
when I was working for Coolio and we were on the road, I would see one of those cathedrals and the second I got a free minute, man, I would get out, either get in a taxi and go over there or walk over there and just stand outside of them in awe. They're the most amazing things to look at. I love old, old churches. And this is just a regular old church. This isn't like a cathedral. Those things in Europe are the most impressive and nothing more impressive than a giant cathedral church that is in Cologne, Germany. It's the most impressive thing I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen anything more amazing than that giant cathedral. It's so big and it stands out so much when you come into that town. That's all you see. There's high-rise buildings that just pale in comparison to that massive cathedral. And I remember just going and walking around it. It was closed and, you know, those things are hundreds of years old over in Europe and they're constantly under repair and it was completely shut down for repair when I was there but I walked all around the outside and just admired the hell out of that so that was very cool and that uh, will continue I have some health stuff that I'm going to get into besides my rants on the gym tonight I'm gonna go ahead and rant on the gym remember I told you guys in my hypocrite way that guys shouldn't wear neon at the gym and then I went through my gym clothes one day because I, what I do is I get my clothes ready every night and I pack a gym bag for whatever I'm going to uh, work out with after work. And I go, wow, look at that. I got a neon, lime green neon Nike shirt that is a workout shirt. And I go, I'm a hypocrite. And I threw my bag and wore it because you know what? What's good for the goose is good for the candor. Well, I was at the gym today and I was working out. I was having a good time. No bench still. F Planet Fitness for not having enough bench press machines and letting people just camp out on them. And and you know what's weird? I love, like to me, nothing sexier in the in the world than a toned female. A female that lifts weights and has a toned body is amazingly hot. And I love seeing women in the gym working out. I'm not not in a pervy way. Just I think it's awesome. I I love that. And, and uh, the girls though doing the hip thrusters. That, that that thing, like, I'm going to get the Kardashian booty, yeah, that's what's the problem in the gym. That's why you can't get on a bench. Every time you turn around, there's some girl in there doing hip thrusters, and you're like, come on. And then they got to do, and they'll do 50 things because they're, they're like Smith machines in there. They're not actual benches. And they will do like 50 things to incre- increase their glutes. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. If you're a girl and you're lifting heavy to – you're going to bulk up that giant booty and make that thing hard as a rock and not have a fat ass, but a big, they want a big muscly ass. And that's hot. Don't get me wrong. That's almost impossible to do. And here's why. In my infantile uh, knowledge of weightlifting, bodybuilding, working out, I mean, I'm a fat guy, so you don't need to take advice from me. But I do know this. It is hard as hell to gain muscle. It is very hard. It's way easier to lose fat than it is to gain muscle. Muscle takes work and work and work. And you also take food and food and food and food, in particular, protein, 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 protein. And then heaven help you if you get into supplementation. Let's talk about legal or illegal. And you start taking that as a woman because then you're going to grow a penis. That's right. Look it up. Serious, serious talk here. Look it up. Google naked female bodybuilder. 
And what happens is they're on testosterone. They're taking testosterone because they can get big. This is the male hormone that'll make you uh, muscly like a dude. And their clitorises grow. And then it looks like a little baby dick. It looks like a vagina with a little baby dick on the top. Their clitorises get huge. Don't believe me? Look it up. In fact, look at the porno with China, the bodybuilder. She's a perfect example. I don't know if she was doing steroids, testosterone, whatever it was. She had the huge, gigantic clitoris that women will get when they take uh, bodybuilding supplements. Let's just call them supplements. We'll leave it at that. But that's a thing. So you've gotta do something you're already at a disadvantage to pack on muscle that that's why i think it's so impressive when a lady is really toned like a fitness model is amazingly hot to me not a big bulky bodybuilder but like a like fitness model is freaking smoking and i love that i think it is absolutely amazing but it's really hard to build a big muscle booty and every girl in that gym is going for the booty and they are in there just lunges and they're on that machine doing the butt curls butt curls are the hip thrusters and that's where they put the bar across their lap they lay on the bench and then they like hump up into the air throw their hips up into the air so you thrust them up so you look like a very unladylike pose i'll be honest with you and if you see a guy doing it you're like why are you doing that like that's a really it's a girl exercise because all girls want to do it so they can build up their booty Get that booty going. Athletes will do it, and male athletes should do it because your glutes are giant muscles, and you really can get a lot of power out of your glutes. And, you know, as far as running and jumping and all that, it is a good thing. But it's becoming a female exercise. So that's why you can't get on to the bench press machines. So I'm sitting there today, and I'm on, I think it's a pull-down. I'm just doing a lot of back today. I was on a pull-down machine, and then out of the corner of my eye, I see just a speaking of uh, women with large uh, clitorises, I see why well, that's a big, big chick that just walked by me and not not as in like, oh, you're you're a fat person. I'm a fat person. This person wasn't fat. They were they were large, like bulky, manly. And I say big chick because they were wearing skin tight neon women's biker shorts. That's what they were wearing. No man, like, honest to God, it should be illegal for a man to walk into a health club wearing those because your uh, cock and balls are on full 100% display. It's it's underwear, basically. At that point, you're walking around in your underwear. <laughs> and I know women wear them, and, and that's a knock. You always see these idiots on social media that are in there trying to get, take their shirt off and get their flex on. And that's against the rules. You have to wear a shirt. And they're like, but women can walk around in their underwear in here with their, you know, their tight shorts and their spandex or their sports bras. Yeah, they can. And that's their clothes. And if you want to wear those, you can, and you'll look like a freak. So that was it. It wasn't a chick. It was a dude. He had on neon. I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say they're biker shorts. I know damn well they were basically neon underwear. And when he turned around, I was like, whoa, that's a large clitoris. Wait a minute. That's an ugly, f wait a minute. That's a dude. Yeah. And he was sashaying. This this guy was a uh, was flaming. And I can tell you that uh, you can look at some people. And I've worked with, with gay people before that I had no idea they were gay until they told me. And no 
figuring it whatsoever. And then I've worked with uh, gay people that walk into a room and you're like, whoa, that guy's gay. Like, not even saying a word. They can walk into a room and you're like, oh, yeah, you're gay. You're super gay. Whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Doesn't bother me either way. But uh, this this person happened to be gay. So he was in there just packing his junk into some tight-ass <laughs> freaking girl shorts and working out today. And I was like, woo! And they were neon on top of it. And, and it's funny. This is instantly walk by me. I'm like, wow, that's a big girl. And then, whoop, nope, that's a dude wearing girl shorts. I did not look to see if he was doing hip thrusters. I hope to hell he wasn't because he was flopping dong if he was. Man. So that's my my gym rant for the day. But I got a couple of really cool stories that I want to talk about today. And these are, uh, one, let's, before I even get into any sort of fitness or dieting or exercising, Ring Doorbell is offering a $1 million prize to anyone that can prove aliens exist by capturing them on their Ring Doorbell. So if a UFO lands in your front yard and the Ring Doorbell catches it, you could be a rich-ass mofo. Somebody might be a rich-ass mofo. Last night there was the Powerball at $1.5 billion dollars. As of recording time, I don't know if anyone won that, but that was insane. That's a lot of money. But if no one won it, it's probably going to go right at $2 billion this week for the next one. But if you can prove aliens exist, you can get a million and there ain't nothing wrong. That's what's crazy. When you hear the that the Powerball's up to over a billion dollars, and then you think what you could do with a million now, granted, you would get taxed the bejesus and you wouldn't get half of that, especially if you live in California, but you would get, you know, four or $500,000 would change the average person's life because you could, you know, pay off your debt for the most part outside of your house in California, but you could pay everything else off your cars, any credit cards, probably student loans, anything you got like that. You could really... Uh, Get set up or just sock it away, invest it, start a bid. There's so much you could do with that kind of money, and they're going to give away a million dollars. And then think about $1.5 billion was the Powerball last night. And I, I did look because I checked my numbers, not a winner. Not only was I not a winner, I didn't get one number. Typically, you get a number in there. You're like, oh, I got, okay, I got that one. Yeah. Now, not a number. And I had two separate tickets and uh, got them in two separate locations, and I got exactly zero numbers between the two tickets I had. Glad I didn't spend like a hundred bucks because I would have probably got, you know, one or two numbers out of the hundred. Think about that. Um, we'll find out, I guess, if anyone got that or not. Uh, here is another article that really fits into what I'm trying to do here on the show, and it is a new disease that the American Heart Association has identified. And they say uh, more Americans are being diagnosed with multiple chronic health problems at younger ages. And for the first time in a very, very long time, the American Heart Association has identified a new medical condition that reflects these strong links among obesity. I got it. Check. Diabetes. Check. And heart and kidney disease. No, no check on those, but crazy. According to the... Uh, Advisory that they released yesterday, the goal in recognizing the condition is cardiovascular kidney metabolic syndrome. They call it CKM. And the key of this is they've noticed they can kind of prevent 
people from going down the road of massive cardiac disease with early diagnosis and treatment uh, of people that are at high risk of dying from eventually from heart attacks with these other uh, early onset diseases at an early age. So they're, they're noticing that. And I'm that's kind of what my doctor did. My doctor's awesome and smart, even though I call her names and stuff when she's always ordering me to do test this, test that, test this. It's because I check all the boxes. They say uh, they're able to reduce the pipeline of individuals who would progress to heart disease, and that's what they're trying to do. So they're they're checking this CKM out, and here are the screening factors. Uh, stage one of CKM is someone who is overweight, got it, with a lot of abdominal fat, or who has prediabetes, got it. People in stage one would be advised to follow a healthy lifestyle with a goal of at least a 5% weight loss. So that's stage one. Now, if you have stage two, sickum, that is someone with type two diabetes, check. High blood pressure, check. High, tig- <laughs> high triglycerides, check. Or kidney disease. I have all of those except for kidney disease. Treatments could include uh, medications to control blood pressure, check. Blood sugar and cholesterol, check and check. I'm on all three of those. Patients might also be prescribed diabetes drugs such as SQLT inhibitors, which protect kidney function and GLP-1 receptor and Ozempic or uh, Wagovi. I'm on Ozempic to help control blood sugar and lose weight. Uh Interesting side note before we go to stage three, which I am now at stage one and stage two of CKM currently. Um, stage, my Ozempic, my doctor said, "Do you, are you losing weight? Is it stopping your appetite? And I said, no, it's not. I go, granted, when you up the dosage to where it should be working like that, I go, I don't know if it's because I'm huge, it's not working, or what it is, but it's obviously doing wonders on my A1C, and those numbers were amazing. I was at a 5.0, which is regular, just regular. I was regular, not pre, not even pre-diabetic in my A1C, and that is to my metformin and my Ozempic. That's what kicked that in the butt, mostly the Ozempic. So she goes, well, we'll increase the dosage, and I'm like, I don't want to increase it. It's working. Like, let's save a bag in the trick. And she goes, well, do you want to lose weight? I go, I'm working out and I'm really watching my diet and I'm doing the right thing. So no, I do not want to increase my medication. And she was cool with that, but she's going to watch it. And then she's going to force more drugs on me. If I, you know, get off my diet or start numbers, start going up again. Uh, stage three of the sickum CKM are people with metabolic risk factors, such as high blood pressure and early, early cardiovascular disease or kidney disease, but who don't have any symptoms yet. Treatments for that would include heart and diabetes medications. I'm kind of on both of those because one of my uh, medications is a blood thinner that I take, which is a heart medication. So I'm check. I'm at stage three already, as well as testing for narrowing of the arteries. I have not done that yet because every time they check my heart, and in fact, as you hear this, I will be at the doctor uh, getting my heart tested, that test that I told them to go F themselves. And then my mom had a heart attack and I was like, Hey, hey you know, what? I was kidding. I was joking. This is a jokey joke. I'll come back and take that test. Hey, you still got that appointment for me? Cause I'm gonna come back and take that test. I told you to go blow it out your ass. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I'm coming back. So that's where I am. Now here we are at stage four. Stage four is someone who has been diagnosed with heart disease. I have not. 
excessive body fat. I do have that. Metabolic risk factors or kidney disease. I have the metabolic risk factors. Patients may already have had heart attacks or strokes or may already have developed heart failure. People at this stage would fall into one of two categories, those without kidney failure and those with it. More than 90% of adults fall on the CKM spectrum. 90%. So I know I'm talking to a lot of people that are on this spectrum. You may not be as advanced as me because not everyone's a great student at being a fat ass as I am. Apparently, I'm an A student at being a fat ass. Oh, genius. They're like, this is damn Einstein at being a fatty fat fat. So that 90% of people fall on that spectrum. That's crazy. And it's driven mainly by record levels of obesity and type 2 diabetes in adults and children. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention estimates that 41.9% of adults and 19.7% of children in the U.S. are obese. More than 37 million adults have diabetes, including myself. So that's very interesting story to me that these guys have identified a new disease and it's basically all roads leading to heart failure. And a lot of times you don't get to heart failure because you have kidney failure or before you get there or some liver problems before you get there. Well, I am. Oh, oh, by the way, uh, uh, update on that too. I told you that there was a test. My doctor was pushing me and I was like, no, I'm going to diet. It'll be fine. But next time you take it, and then it was high. The one that was high wasn't that one. The one that was high that she worried about that would indicate that I have fatty liver disease is back to normal. So I did beat that. I beat it. I win. I win. I win. Stretch two, Dr. Zero. I am winning right now. My doctor's got a zero and I got two. So I did not have to go and do that extra test for fatty liver disease. There was another, fat, It's in the liver panel, there's like four things. One of the things had gone high, but that wasn't the one that had been high previously. So- and it wasn't as important of an indicator of fatty liver disease. So fatty liver disease is currently off the table for me. Uh, another story I saw today, a guy that I really like and I've met several times has always been super cool dude. And I appreciate his honesty is Dana White, the president of the UFC. And I saw a really cool story today about him where basically he went on a podcast and they had these guys in from, you know, some medical place. And they were like, hey, let us, you know, test you because he was kind of, he was, I, I wouldn't say Dana was ever fat, but he definitely didn't look like he was in shape. And he was uh, 54 years old at the time. And he went in and did it. And then they ran his blood and they ran all the stuff. And they're like, we'll tell you right now, you have 10 years to live if you don't change your lifestyle dramatically. And now the article that I just saw has Dana White is ripped and shredded right now. He lost like 30 pounds and is absolutely chiseled and uh, looks really, really great and apparently is a workout fiend and has changed his life completely and is hoping to prolong his life. But that's what it's about. That's what I'm doing. I'm not chiseled and I don't know how much I've added to my life or hopefully I've slowed down the dying process, which I fear that I was really uh, on the path of. I think I was going to die in the next year or so, but... Someone would have told me at that time, and that was about the same age as me. Hey, you got about 10 years from here if you don't fix yourself. So that's what I did. I'm trying to fix myself, trying to get better, trying to get healthy. And I am uh, more update on my weight, which was weird. I did a post 
on Instagram over the weekend. And on Friday, last Friday, I had the worst day I've had in a long time where everything went off the rails. Typically, I get my food set. I set my food to macros so I know how much protein, how much carbs, how much fat. And I'll monitor that and I'll pack my lunch accordingly to hit those goals as much as I can. And I did that. Every day I pack my lunch and I bring this little ice chest to work. I go into work and I put it into the refrigerator. Well, last Friday, I knew I was going to be out of the office for a very long time in the morning. In fact, I was going into the morning and then I was picking up um, um, Big Baby, which is my car. And then I was taking Big Baby and going to pick up one of our VIP clients and then bring them back to the office. And then I knew at the end of the day, I would be returning them. Well... Not only did that happen, but because of that, I knew I would be in rush hour traffic in the morning, leaving East L.A., going, and this person was in uh, Manhattan Beach. So I went East L.A., Manhattan Beach, Manhattan Beach, right back to East L.A. That right there is a two and a half hour drive at rush hour. And I didn't want to leave, like, typically I make chicken or steak or something, and I didn't want to leave it in the car unrefrigerated. So... I decided I would just buy lunch. I haven't bought lunch in a very long time. And I was just talking about there's a taco place right by us. And I can go to a taco place and I can go in there and I, I could even go to like a Chipotle and I could get like a lettuce bowl or some crap like that where it's just basically meat, lettuce, cheese, sour cream. That's perfectly within my diet. And especially if I get the chicken, I'm, I'm solid at that point and I could do that. I will even go into... Uh, like, you know, a, a burrito place and I'll get a cup of carne asada, which is just grilled steak. And then I will put red hot sauce on it or whatever their red salsa is and some sour cream, maybe a little cheese. And that is perfect. And there's no carbs in that. And I'm, I'm good. Well, a little with the dairy, but not much. It's It's a very doable meal for me. And that was my plan. Well, when I went to go get my lunch, my effing boss called me and said, oh, no, we have to uh, get to LAX right now. I'm like, what do you mean we got to get to LAX? They're like, get back. I got called off a of lunch, and then I had to rush to LAX. Oh, yeah, at this point, it was rush hour in the other way. It was PM rush hour, and I had to get to LAX from East LA and then back to East LA. And lo and behold, I did not have lunch. And I typically don't have breakfast, have a protein shake. So I was starving now. By the time I got back to... LAX, it was after 3 p.m. on a Friday, rush hour traffic. I was like, F it. I'm just going to eat like crap. I'm going to do the drive through and I'm just going to call it a day. I'll write this day off and I will reset. And I had a Western bacon double cheeseburger and a five piece chicken strips in the drive through because I was in a hurry to get back to the office. And I devoured it as I drove. And I was like, wow. And then, I'll, then I'm guilt sitting there. When you're really sticking to it as much as I have, guilt was kicking in. And I felt, oh, man, I can't believe I ate that. I'm going to weigh myself tomorrow. I'm going to be like up five pounds or whatever's going to happen. And then lo and behold, I lost five pounds that day. So last Friday, weighed myself Friday morning, as I always do. When I get up, I take a shower, I weigh myself, I check the scale. And then I leave. And I, like I said, I've been sticking around. It seemed like last week I was really around 281, 282, 
283 I got up to all week. That's where I was. And then I, and that's where I was on Friday morning. I was around 283, something like that. And then I ended up on Saturday morning when I weighed myself hitting at 276, the lowest I've had since I've started this journey, the lowest, lowest, lowest. And that was a massive weight loss from Friday to Saturday. And I, and oh, oh yeah. And when I started that day, because it was Friday and I was happy, I had two sausage McMuffins. <laughs> it's, it's the worst day ever and the worst food you could ever eat. I did a drive-thru. I got a large iced tea and I got two sausage McMuffins and I took the lid off of both of them and then made one sausage McMuffin with two eggs and two sausage patties. And I devoured that thing and I had that. And then when I got lunch at like three o'clock, but that was about 5.30 in the morning when I had that, 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning when I had the two sausage McMuffins. I said I didn't eat again until 3 p.m. and I was starving and I had that double uh, Western bacon cheeseburger. And remember, that has an onion, two onion rings in it, bacon, the bun, all bad. But there is truth to your macros. So you can look at this like, wow, I just blew the lid off with a double cheeseburger with onion rings on it. Or you could be like, all right, I had this many carbs. I should not have any more carbs today. And I had this much protein and this much fat. And, and that's really how I looked at it. And damn, my body looked at it lovely. I think my body was so happy it was getting some junk again. It was like, oh, thank you, Stretch. Thank you for remembering us. And it burned, it burned off all of it. It, went, it, ate, it ate that food so bad that it ate some fat with it. And then um, typically on the weekends, because, you know, weekday, like I say, it's a protein shake. Typically my lunch, which is very calculated, and then whatever I have for dinner or grab something after the gym, which is usually just protein. And I, you know, lose weight here, lose weight there. I, on the weekends, I have a lot more access to food. I eat a lot more. I drink more protein shakes. I drink everything. And I held it off over the weekend, not at 276 where I weighed in on Friday morning, but weighing myself on Monday morning, I was 279. So I'm into the 270s now, which is considering I was very close to 300 I, I'm rapidly approaching the 20-pound mark here. I, I anticipate if everything goes well and my body doesn't freak out on me and do something weird, I will hit the 20-pound weight loss at some point this week. Now, that is not the challenge this week. I don't need to lose weight. Funny how I'm losing weight now that I don't, I'm don't. i not stressed about it anymore. But I, I'm going to get my new challenge. I'm going to set that, and I'm going to... Um, get my freak on so hopefully if i fail it if i can't get the 315 up uh by halloween i will um do something horrific to myself that will be amusing to everyone so let's see how that goes <sighs> i'm gonna get back to bed now it's time for me to go to sleep i appreciate you guys listening i'll be back at some point later in the week with a bonus pod i'm sure i'll get some more rants and some more angry stretchness but uh, if you're a dude, and I don't care if you're a gay dude or a straight dude, don't wear uh, don't wear women's biker shorts to the gym. And if you do, even though it's a faux pas to me, wear the little Richard Simmons dolphin shorts over those, so we don't have to look at your cock and balls. Because that's, that's not it's not a sight I want to see. Like I have to go out of my way in this day and age, and it's funny you see it all over the internet. Guys are like 
they will get called out in the gym. If you're they're like checking out a chick, they're going to call you out in the gym. If I'm in the gym and there's a machine right in front of me and there's a girl on it, I literally stare at the floor the whole time I do the exercise because I don't want to be that, oh, there's that old creeper dude that's checking out all the girls. I don't want to be that dude in the gym. But I also... If I saw a dude who has his cock and balls out and he's, you know, doing hip thrusters on the freaking bench rack, I'm going to stare at the ground, too, because I don't want to see that and lose my lunch. Not something that makes the stretch hungry. Maybe that's my appetite suppressant. Bunch of dudes walking around in girl workout shorts. Eh, that's how you stick to your diet. All right. Well, I'm getting out of here. Uh, don't forget my friends at Spira. That is Spira.com, Spira USA. They have a bonus code. If you order shoes from there, you can use FIT10 at checkout. You get 10% off. And that's just how they know uh, you came from the stretch show. FIT10. They're like, ah, oh, it's the FIT10. It's from that idiot fat guy that we talked to. Why don't we talk to that guy again? I know why they talk to me because they have and love me. That's why I bring fun and joy to their lives on a daily basis when they look at my post and go, wow, wow. How did we get involved with this guy? <laughs> I think that the the mean spiral lady thinks that at least nine times a day. Why why are we humoring him? Can we cut him loose now? No, they cannot cut me loose. I'm I'm a fitness model is what I am. I'm a fitness influencer. I'm growing rapidly. <laughs> Not just in my waist. Ah, oh, man. I uh, So Fit10 at checkout, Spyro.com. The Wave Max is the shoe that I love, and I can't wait. I'm, I'm still, we're looking about 60 days away probably from the black ones coming in, and they got black on black. I'm so excited to get the black on blacks. I'm so stoked that I'm getting those as soon as they come in. So, and then I, I'm going to do, I got to do a contest with someone who will do a weight loss challenge, and I will get you a pair of Spyro Wave Maxes and uh, send them to you. So I'm going to do that as well. But hit me up anytime. Best place to reach out to me directly is just DM me on the Instagram or the Facebook. The Instagram I see quicker because every my accounts are linked, so I do everything on Instagram, and it just goes over there. Then I try to once a day get over to Facebook and, and read if there's any comments because I always want to comment back and engage with anyone who is taking the time to engage with my dumb assery. So, oh, and there is another thing. I have talked to my friend Jack Hine this week from uh, Jamie Jack and Stanch and the Jack and Stretch show for years and years. And I hit him up and I said, Jack, Burger King stole our slogan. I don't know if you've seen the new Burger King commercials. It's the Whopper and it says, you rule. Oh, whoa, 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 what? What? Yeah, Jack has a very good solution to it. So we'll talk about that. I got to get Jack on and we got to talk about this, but... Uh, they stole the you rule. You'll see it everywhere in the Burger King ads. You rule. You rule. Yeah. That's right. Don't make me sing the beef log song. I'm going all all retro now. All right. I'm getting out of here. I will talk to you again later this week. Have a great week. Be healthy. Do what you can. And, oh, God, before I go, I forgot one thing. Another story I saw this week. And this was, this is crazy. And how, okay, 3,500 calories makes a pound. So if you eat an extra 3,500 calories a week, you'll gain a pound. Then they say if you cut 3,500 calories a week, you'd lose a pound. If, you know, depending on where you are in your way. But typically, if you cut 3,500 calories, you wouldn't be eating. So, but you'll lose a, you'll gain a pound by eating 3,500 calories a week. 
That's 500 calories a day. Do you know how little 500 calories is? Look at even like your protein bar or whatever. That's a couple hundred calories. Two of those is 500 calories. And you eat like that, and then you wonder why. Wait, wait a minute. Or or maybe you're just like, you know, I'm just going to eat a healthy peanut butter, but you eat a gigantic glob of it. 500 calories a day makes a pound at the end of the week. And then do that for for, for a month. And then you're looking at you've gained four pounds over the course of a month. It was a really eye-opening article because it's 500 calories is not much. I mean, I could fart 500 calories, to be honest with you. But it's, it's, it's crazy how that equals a pound and a gain. And then so one and then two and then three and then four. Boom. Then you're looking, you know, 50 pounds a year you gain just on 500 calories a day. That's insane. Think of the days you go really overboard and you do like an extra 2,000 calories or more, an extra whole entire meal. That's normal. That was been normal for me my whole life. So think about that. Take care of yourselves. Get in the gym. And I will talk to you again later this week.